fighting against the woke establishment, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I hope all of you had a wonderful weekend and a Christmas with all of your wonderful friends and family. And it is nice that it is finally warming up a little bit, or I guess the wind has stopped blowing, so that is nice. The wind chill was just crazy. I'm sure all of you know, uh, all over the United States, I guess, it was even like snowing in Miami, you know, when you're watching the Christmas game, the Miami Dolphins and uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they were like, oh my gosh, we got snow uh, snow flurries here in uh, Florida. It's like crazy, you know, but definitely a polar uh Clips going across or whatever you want to call it, polar gust of wind going across the whole United States. But, you know, I'm going to be that guy that brings up, you know, the fact that obviously we know most of the leaders of this world are trying to control our uh, food, right? For instance, they want to destroy our farmers. Okay. So all the people out there that call me conspiracy theorists for talking about chemtrails and whatnot, whatever, you can go ahead and do that. You can talk about it. And you can call me a conspiracy theorist, but they are most definitely real. I mean, if you look at the sky, right, in Florida, uh, it was just, I mean, I obviously wasn't there, but I saw pictures. It's like they're caking the cloud with a mist to basically make it cold, right? And obviously that's going to hurt a lot of things. Not saying that, you know, this is not possible or the climate doesn't change and stuff like that. You know, I'm getting off on a tangent there, but these, these people at the top are definitely controlling the weather. I'm just going to tell you that right now. They are definitely controlling the weather. And we need to call that out. And I wish that's something that, you know, it's not something that Trump doesn't talk about, but you could definitely tell that it stopped during his four years as president. So we hope to get obviously him or somebody like him back in office. So that'll stop because the, this controlling of the weather, it, it's nonsense and it needs to stop. And for the people out there that are like, oh my gosh, this is total nonsense. Please go look at studies and things that have been released about geoengineering and modifying the weather they did it back in vietnam ladies and gentlemen they've been doing it for years okay they're, i think they're just much more uh, advanced at it uh nowadays but uh for all the wonderful listeners out there and for all the wonderful great supporters remember we are now an affiliate with black out coffee and uh if you want to shop there and support the support the uh show uh they got all kinds of cool stuff not just coffee they got some cool merch so if you want to you know wear some merchandise and support the show by getting some merch there, you can go to Blackout Coffee um, and use the promo code TSMS. Therefore, you can help support the show and then get some cool, good coffee and some cool merch or whatever you may need. Oh, hot chocolate too. You can't forget the hot chocolate. Hot chocolate is like my favorite warm drink. Okay, I like coffee, but like hot chocolate is the best. You got to say that. All righty, moving on to episode 94. It's so good to be here. We're getting closer and closer to being on Rumble. I know a lot of people have been asking about it. Why aren't you on Rumble? What's going on? We need to get the good cameras. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when I do things, I want kind of the best of the best, right? And it's not that I'm saving money here. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what camera is the best. I'm trying to get a whole bunch of opinions on a whole different other people. GOP Josh is working on me with that. So once we figure out what camera we are going to go ahead and purchase, because remember, these cameras are not cheap. They're not cheap, so if I want to buy one, I want to make sure it's the one that's going to work the best. And uh, once we get that, hopefully by episode 100, we will be on the camera while you can see our face, who's ever on the show, and uh, it'll be good stuff. I cannot wait. 
because that's what most people are looking forward to. And then we can play some videos of some things and just have have a bunch of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be more fun, that I can tell you. Instead of just hearing my voice. And we need to get on Rumble to support that platform to get people away from YouTube. I mean, all the content creators, you need to get off YouTube and go to Rumble. Because, I mean, it, a lot of people have said, why, why don't you even have a YouTube channel, Sam? It wouldn't even be worth putting my content on there, ladies and gentlemen. It would be off in a matter of seconds. GOP Josh, <laughs> he's having the same problems. You know, he can't pop post on there. He's He's got his strikes and he's done. So we need to make sure we use Rumble because it's it's a freedom platform and more people need to use freedom platforms. And those are the people or those are the platforms that need to succeed, the ones that, you know, advocate freedom, and freedom of speech. But all right, here we go, episode 94. Let's go ahead and get into what we're going to be talking about today. So Senator Mike Lee of Utah and Senator Rodden Johnson of Wisconsin slam Senator China Mitch McConnell on his crazy, crazy spending that's just fine, you know, irresponsible, and we're going to get into that. Second thing is going to be the Florida Supreme Court allows Ron DeSantis requests for a grand jury into Pfizer and Moderna's vaccine claims. So this is wonderful stuff here. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, for pushing that forward. Third thing is going to be Republican organizations pour tens of million dollars into Governor Ron DeSantis' 2020 election campaign. And number four, judge rules against Carrie Lake's campaign. And therefore, they're trying to say Katie Hobbs is the winner of that election. And we're going to kind of deep dive into that and give you our thoughts, what we think is going on in Arizona after this wonderful Christmas heading into the 2023 year. Who's excited? I mean, I'm excited to start a new year. Get a lot of things in the past. Forget about a lot of things. And start new adventures ahead. Because I think 2023 may be one of the best years to come. There's going to be a lot of cool things to happen that I can tell you. All right, so let's get into the Senate. And the Senate leadership. And what is going on with all of this nonsense there. All right. So obviously, all the people on the show, I'm guessing most of you. I mean, there might be some that hate me and listen to the show. But I'm guessing most of you that take your time to listen to the show are not big fans of China Mitch McConnell as you see all of the globalists and crazy things he's been doing, pushing our country farther and farther away of nationalism and closer and closer to globalism. And that's with the spending, right? Okay. So, I've been waiting, and there's been a few Congress representatives, representatives of Congress, Matt Gates being one, to start calling out Mitch McConnell and the dirty tricks and games that he's been playing. Now, if you go to the Senate, obviously it's much older people. And uh, it seems like those people are more connected and tighter than the people in the House. Because House is two terms. I mean, the relationships are much harder to build there in the House than the Senate. I believe you're there for six years, correct? So the relationships are built, obviously, stronger. And they're there for a longer time in the Senate. So... I was always wondering, why in the world hasn't any U.S. senator that's a conservative went after Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, especially Ron Paul, right? Because Ron Paul is in Kentucky, the same state where Mitch McConnell comes from. But they kind of govern two different ways, I believe. But they're both Republicans, and they're both supposed to lead their state in the direction that's obviously the people want it to go. 
But when you look at now, finally, I mean, it's taken trillions of dollars, ladies and gentlemen, for this to take place. So I'm not saying I'm happy about it, but let's just cheer it on, okay? So Senator Mike Lee of Utah and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin are finally slamming and going after Mitch McConnell. Not many U.S. senators do this. This is why I'm kind of talking about this. And I'm encouraging more U.S. senators to do this. I encourage our U.S. Senator Rob Portman to do this, but we know he won't because he voted for the bill. He totally supports it, and he totally supports the defunding of our country and funding of all the, all the other countries, which is just crazy, right? It's totally crazy. But obviously, um, they made a comment here, and I believe it was aired on national radio, but Johnson told... Uh, John Calamistia, in a Sunday interview, um, the arrogance of the GOP Senate leadership who said, we know better than House members, we're going to pass this. We'll get religion next year when it comes to fiscal sanity. Johnson told, obviously, the Sunday interview that aired on national radio. It is crazy to think that they're so far apart and they're so disconnected from the American people, ladies and gentlemen. How in the world, how in the world are you telling me that Mitch McConnell and the leadership of the GOP thinks it's good to keep sending this money over to Ukraine and passing these large, enormous spending bills and that the people of America aren't sick of it or aren't tired of it? aren't concerned about where that money is going. It's crazy. It's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. And for the people that don't know this, the bill's already been passed, heading to President Biden's desk as we speak. Probably going to be signed today or tomorrow if he can get out of bed. We don't know if he's taking a nap all day or what's going on. But it's sad that we also have a president like that that is totally, totally disrespected our country and everybody in it. I mean, and, and honestly, it might not even be his fault because we know that he is a, a little delusional from time to time, and we don't even know if it's really him, right? I mean, oh my gosh, Sam, you're such a conspiracy theorist, but I don't care. I mean, anything's possible now, ladies and gentlemen. Look around and look what's going on in our country and our world. Anything is possible. I'm just going to say that it does not look like the same Joe Biden as the Joe Biden did during the uh, Obama era that I can tell you. And why was he in the basement the whole time during the campaign, right? No one can understand that. I mean, this guy literally campaigned from a basement. He was not out and about. He did not talk to the public. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right, moving on to the COVID vaccine. And I know we talk about this all the time and we should keep, should keep talking about it. I hope you've watched the documentary Died Suddenly. That's when they take and the, uh, the uh, you know, undertakers and the people of the uh, of the funeral homes are now basically coming out and calling out the fibrous, crazy clots in the blood and the veins and the uh, you know, um, oh, having a blank there, but the veins and the arteries. My goodness, the arteries that are causing some serious, serious concerns to a lot of people and the people that work on these bodies. And the crazy thing is, a lot of these bodies don't have autopsies because, you know, they just you know they die of. Heart attacks, that's, that's a heart attack, so why do you need an autopsy for that, right? But now, 
the people are coming out and speaking out, and it's crazy stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So please watch the documentary. Please inform your family and friends to watch the documentary because you might save a life, ladies and gentlemen. I believe this vaccine is very dangerous and it's very serious. We need to be calling out. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not that I'm mad at the manufacturers. It's not that I'm mad at anybody. We don't know if this is pure genocide or actual genocide, or it could just be a simple mistake. But if it's a mistake, we need to fix it. We need to call it out. We need to save human life. Alrighty, so a Supreme Court, uh, Florida Supreme Court, allows Ron DeSantis to request a grand jury into the Pfizer and Moderna mistakes and concerns. So this is wonderful, ladies and gentlemen. Remember when I talked about it the first time, I said, oh, look, Ron DeSantis is requesting for one. Ron DeSantis is requesting one. All the governors out there, all the conservative governors, right? Uh, and this is the guy that's going to have to do it, right? He's going to have to be the one to lead the charge. It's wonderful. We respect him for doing it. But there's also one thing that I thought about. Could this just be for show? Is he just requesting it and he knows that he's going to get denied and he's going to get denied by the Florida Supreme Court and everything's just going to move on? And you're going to be like, well, I tried, I tried, right? We need to keep investigating. You know, I tried. No, ladies and gentlemen, they actually have granted and allowed Ron DeSantis to have a grand jury for this stuff. So this is amazing, ladies and gentlemen. This is amazing. And I could almost be betting man if I was a betting man, uh, which I will be soon, sadly, because, I mean, shout out to my friend Berto Phillips, but he's getting into the sports betting world and it's coming legally here to the Ohio, the great state of Ohio. So, I mean, I guess why not, right? Why not? But anyway, if I was a betting man, I would almost bet that they are going to find wrongdoings and wrong things that were going on with this COVID vaccine. Jab, whatever you want to call it. I know on the show we keep talking, talking, Sam, we can't call it a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. It's mRNA technology, gene therapy. Manipulates your uh, your uh, immune system. It's crazy stuff. Never been used before, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This has never been used before. This is a brand new experiment. It's not like, oh, they're putting the virus in your body like they've been doing for years. No, this is mRNA technology. Serious stuff. So thank you, Ron DeSantis, for leading the way. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, for having a backbone and not being scared with the with the mob or what the media is going to think of you for calling out such a thing. Now, shame on Ron DeSantis and shame on the state of Ohio, all the statewide officials, for not doing the same. Attorney General Yost, Frank LaRose, which I know Frank LaRose doesn't have much to do with the vaccines and whatnot, but he most definitely could be calling them out. He could most definitely be saying, well, there could be some concerns here. Maybe I don't suggest you get the vaccine, right? That's all you have to say. You're not committing anybody any harm by saying, I suggest you not getting the vaccine because everybody knows that if you get the vaccine, you're still capable of getting COVID and spreading COVID. So this is when you have to take a breath. This is where you have to think a little bit and be like, is it actually worth to get this experimental drug that comes from the billionaire oligarchies and the bureaucrats from up top that can't even tell us what's inside the thing, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, they're not even allowing us to know what is inside these vaccines. Is it worth it? It's not. It is not worth it. Your life is much more important and is worth much more than being a guinea pig for these globalist tyrant leaders. Because call me a conspiracy theorist again. Call me whatever you want. But right now, at this time, I believe that we are in some of the last times. Now, I'm not saying it is the last time where Jesus is coming back. 
I'm saying maybe the last time to have a republic government, a republic form of government in this world. We cannot let this nation fall. This nation is so important and is so worth fighting for on so many levels. People should be willing to die for this country, to die for the freedom that they were gifted by God with. Because your time is coming, ladies and gentlemen. It is almost going to be a time. There will be a time here soon. And the time is now to stand up and speak out and realize that they are hurting us. They are manipulating us. They're lying to us. They're not giving us the full truth. And until we stand up and say enough is enough, nothing will ever change. It'll only get worse. And that's when it comes to losing your freedom, losing your republic, losing the whole Western civilization. Canada's gone, ladies and gentlemen. Canada is not free. Canada is totally gone rogue. America, we're in communism. The next step is globalism, ladies and gentlemen, and we cannot have that. We have to stand up and fight. And we have to keep doing things like Ron DeSantis is doing, calling out these jabs. People need to be held accountable. And our population needs to be reminded that this is not a good thing. That there's actually things wrong with this vaccine. This jab, experimental drug, whatever you would like to call it. We have to call it out. And I'm so thankful that we have a governor in our country, like Ron DeSantis, that is willing to call out this nonsense. It's so incredible. It's so incredible. So we're going to be following this very, very, very closely. That I can tell you. Because this vaccine... And the transparency of it is so important. That's one of the reasons why we're starting the show. It's one of the reasons we talk about the show. It's why we get the we get the tag on some of the episodes where it talks about the COVID nineteen vaccine. For some reason, we're being reported on uh, on uh, Spotify for all the Spotify listeners. I'm sure you see the badge, <laughs> but it's pretty crazy stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty crazy stuff. Got to keep calling it out because. I mean, imagine this. Imagine that if something is seriously wrong with this vaccine. Okay, so now you know that. Watch the documentary. You'll know, you'll have all the information you need after you watch the documentary. Now go out and speak truth. Because it'll make you feel like you are saving lives. People need to understand how dangerous this thing is. It's very dangerous. Alrighty, moving on. And I know we've been hounding on Republican leadership uh, all last week, and we're going to be doing it a lot this week. Hopefully, we're going to have Ohio Brett on the show this week. I'm going to try to have something uh, brewing for that. Wednesday, I believe there's going to be a Zoom call uh, with a lot of leaders. I believe it's a 9.30. I don't know if in the morning or night, but it should be a good thing. We'll obviously have the show Wednesday, so don't be worried about that. But anyway, uh, there's a lot There's a lot going on with, uh, with obviously, our Republican leadership and, and people trying to throw their hats in the ring and be the new RNC chairman. The list goes on. My pick, and I think the best pick, is Mike Lindell. You cannot start campaigning, okay, and supporting Republican candidates until we get rid of these machines. Mike Lindell has it on, just on the spot. Okay, perfect. 
because all of these Republican candidates, you could like Donald Trump or Don Jr. just came out. He gives an interview with Breitbart, somebody like that just came out and said what he would do in the field. And they're talking about the Republican field. Yeah, we're going to get behind the best candidate. And, uh, but that really doesn't matter right now. And until we figure out a form and he was talking about, you know, we have to ballot harvest or we have to kind of do what they're doing. I'm not kind of advocating for that. I'm more advocating of getting rid of the machines and making sure the legislator is voting by the rules that they're supposed to be voting. I mean, the legislator, the state legislator writes the laws to the vote. Okay. Every state. We got to make sure that those laws are being followed. I don't think they are in a lot of states. I mean, you look at this Maricopa County nonsense. It is crazy. Okay, crazy. And we're going to be talking about that a lot in, uh, in the next segment, obviously, because, you know, we talk about Carrie Lake's incident and what's going on with her campaign. But Republican organizations pour tens of millions of dollars into Governor Ron DeSantis' 2020 election race for governor. So this is why... And I, this is not a dig at Ron DeSantis, okay? So don't think this is a dig at Ron DeSantis. It, the crazy amount of money that this gentleman raised, okay, from all, not, not this isn't just from all um, Republican uh, organizations, but it's definitely from a good amount. And the crazy thing is, <laughs> the crazy thing is, we had a lot of other tight races around the country that we could have used this money. New York race? I mean, come on. Arizona? Come on. So, Ron DeSantis, his total donations, $201 million. Spent $129 million. Campaign donations. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. Right there. And Republican organizations are on record giving tens and millions of dollars to that campaign. So, this is not a dig at Ron DeSantis. This is not a dig that I don't think that we should be giving Ron DeSantis money from the OIP. No, no, this is not it. The, the main point here is we need to make sure that our Republican leadership is spending the money in the right areas, places where it needs to be spent and where it can be effective, and then we can win seats, right? Everybody knows on this show that listens frequently knows that I hate the amount of money that's in our politics. It is crazy. The amount of money that is in politics is crazy. I always talk about wanting to defeat the two-party system and make everybody just independence. I kind of given up on that dream. I haven't. I never give up on my dreams. But one of the dreams that I have is, is what I just said. But everybody comes and tells me, Sam, 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 just cut it out. Don't even think about it. Just stop. They'll end up killing you before you get that done. This is a billion-dollar industry. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen, so don't even think about it. But obviously, I think it's something that should be done, and I'll keep talking about it. I really don't care what the consequences are. But right there, right there is something that is wrong with our political system. Spending $129 million on a, on a governor's race? I mean, crazy amounts of money, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine what that money could do for the people of Florida. Right? And I'm not saying Mike DeWine ain't no cheap spender either, because we all know he is. And a lot of these governors are. And the Republican Party is. We need to be able to fluctuate the money in different areas. And we need to freaking get money out of politics in general. Okay, These campaigns, I mean, I don't know if the uh, 
founders had something else in mind for, um, you know, campaigns and trying to get your name out there so people can know who you are and, you know, it's not just people at the top running things, you know, because obviously I think a middle-class American should be able to be the governor of the state of Ohio. You don't need an Ivy League scholar. You don't need a million billions of dollars. I mean, experience and things are nice, but having money doesn't always mean everything. Having money always doesn't always mean you're smart, you know. Sometimes it does, but sometimes, you know, people get given that money, inherited that money, and other things. So keep an eye on Republican leadership and where they're spending the money. And that's one thing I, uh, you know, we'll talk about here in the state of Ohio. Um, our, it seems like we spend so much money on our state legislative race when we have a super majority, more Republicans in Florida, or excuse me, in Ohio than Florida does. The house is just packed full of Republicans, but yet we spend and we spend and we spend money on their races. Yet we are battling local school board races and state school board races where the money is not spent. And those are where the real battles are in the state of Ohio for conservatives, not in the state legislature. I mean, obviously, we could get new conservatives in there, but on paper and what's in there now are conservatives, quote unquote conservatives. Matt Dolan, you're not a conservative, <laughs> even though you're on paper as one. You're not. So that's stuff we, you know, you know, that's just stuff we have to watch out for and call out. And, and it makes you wonder, are they spending, you know, are they giving the money to Ron um, because they're trying to make sure these other, you know, candidates don't win, which I don't know why you would be a part of a party and not want people in your party to win, but does that help the Republican Party keep raising money? Because let's say if you have all these Republican elected officials... Does that mean that people are like, oh, you have all the elected officials, I'm going to stop donating you money? It's just weird, right? I don't know their concept. I don't know their marketing scheme because it's all about marketing too, right? You know these people are in it for blood. They want the money. They come to get the money. They will. And that's one thing that I've learned about this business is, you know, money flown everywhere. It is thrown everywhere, shoved in your face. You can take it. But then obviously you're going to owe somebody something and someone's never going to forget about it. So if we could just, you know, see that money is not everything and get that out of our heads, a lot of these elected officials, I believe you would have a much better outcome when it comes to leadership and getting things done for the state, right? Because now they see all this money in the way. Oh, this money, you know, Intel deal in the state of Ohio, for instance. You know, people were paid out of that, right? Lobbyists and whatnot. You got this, you know, money going to Ukraine. You know people are getting paid out of that. You know lobbyists and congressmen are getting paid out of it. So it just needs to stop. The money is the root of all evil, ladies and gentlemen. But you can do good with money also. And just because you have money doesn't make you evil. I want everybody to understand that. All righty, we're moving on. We'll pay attention to... Ron DeSantis' funds and whatnot. Presidential campaign, we don't know yet. We don't know, but we're going to pay attention to that. But anyway, moving on. Judge rules against Carrie Lake's campaign. Spoiler alert, she is appealing it. 
Okay. She filed all the paperwork. Everything was done in a timely manner. She's going to be able to appeal it. Now, obviously, it looks like it's kind of set in stone to where they got farther than what Donald Trump's campaign did, but then they stopped right after that. Close, but no cigar kind of deal. Katie Lake's war room tweeted out, the judge gave us an impossible hurdle to clear. And initially, we cleared it anyway. No universe exists where the machines went down by accident. No universe exists where Katie Hobbs wins legitimately, wins in a legitimate election, excuse me. And no universe exists where Carrie Lake surrenders this fight. So look you there. Retweeted by Katie Lake herself. That was Katie Lake's War Broom campaign uh, Twitter. But Katie Lake says that she's Katie, excuse me, Katie Hobbs. That, that Katie Hobbs, awful Secretary of State, State of Ohio, or excuse me, State of Arizona. She needs to be gone. Okay, she needs to be gone. She literally stole the election, tilted everything in her favor against Carrie Lake. And like Carrie Lake says in her team, there is no universe that exists where Katie Hobbs wins this election legitimately. There's just none. There's no way she would have won. She campaigned out of her basement just as much as Biden did. She was not out for the people. And the people most definitely gravitated towards Carrie Lake, ladies and gentlemen. It was some pretty, pretty crazy stuff. And I was hoping to see maybe this is going to be the uh, the thing that busts, and busts, busts it wide open, right? The election fraud exposes the machines, how crazy everything's been going. But nope, nope. The judge, the judge was paid off. The judge was doing whatever he could to protect his self-interest and whatever, whatever they're threatening him with. Because you know damn well that judge was, was threatened. I mean, come on. You guys actually don't think that happens? It happens in our small town, Defiance, Ohio. I almost guarantee it. Corruption exists. They're going after everyone who stands in their way, and Carrie Lake included. And Carrie Lake included. But we'll go ahead and keep you an update on the uh, the appeal and to see where they go from that. I support Carrie Lake. A lot of people saying she might be vice president, or uh, excuse me, uh, President Trump's vice presidential pick. I don't know if I see that or like that pick. Um, I'm not saying I don't like Carrie Lake, but I believe there's others op- other other options out there and some good ones too. So, And I'll be saying them eh, when we get closer to 2024. I mean, maybe I'll just wait till President Trump announces himself and be like, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> no, I'm not that. You'll definitely know uh, my opinion on Donald Trump's VP pick when it comes. I just hope it's nobody like freaking uh, Steve Meadows or, or excuse me, is, is it Steve? Uh, whatever, Meadows is chief of staff. Mark Meadows. Sorry about that. Or, uh, you know, I, I, I doubt it's going to be Barr. We all know it's not going to be Barr. So, I, I don't know. It's really hard to tell. I would love to see Dr. Ben Carson. I guess, it, for spoiler alert, everybody would want to see who I would like him to pick, Dr. Ben Carson. I think he's an honest guy and would do a very good job. Much better than uh, being the uh, in charge of the Department of, of, of HUD. So, we'll see how that goes. All righty. Well, 
It is very, very depressing to see where things are going with Carrie Lake's campaign, but we are where we are. And, uh, you know, you can just pray for a campaign and hopefully some uh, evidence that are brought to light. But uh, as, as Mike Lindell says, as many others, we need to get rid of the machines. And I hope people keep, you know, keep preaching that. Uh, I'm going to keep preaching it until the day I die, that I can tell you. Elections are not fair until those machines are gone. They try to cheat every time. They try to cheat every time. And I think it's, you know, okay, conservatives aren't winning, or they can, or they are winning, whatever. I want everybody to have fair elections. Demo- I don't want the Republicans to cheat against the Democrats. You know, the conservatives to cheat against the liberals. The liberals could cheat against the conservatives. Cheating is just wrong. Cheating is wrong in general. Any type of cheating. Gosh, everybody knows that. It's not cool. It's unloyal. And uh, just not good. It's not fair for our democracy and our republic. So keep calling out the machines. And we hope to see an end to them very, very soon. Alrighty, moving on to the most important thing on the show. We're bringing Jesus Christ into our life and on the show. That is the verse of the day. And uh, this one's a goodie, ladies and gentlemen. This one's a goodie. And I'm glad I get to share this content with you. Because kind of is, you know, you know, we're kind of in that season, right? Jesus was just born. His birthday, I guess. As some would say. But it's just, I don't know, it's awesome stuff. I love this season. I love it. But already this comes from Second Corinthians chapter 8, and it is verse 9. You know that Christ was rich. Before you, he came poor. Christ did this so that by his being poor, you might become rich. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. You know that Christ was rich, but for you, he became poor. Christ did this so that by his being poor, you will become rich. It's pretty cool stuff right there. Christ lived in heaven and was sent down, obviously, born in a manger, stable, excuse me. And, uh, you know, didn't start his adventure and his preaching until he was 30 years old, died at 33. For your sins, so that you could be forgiven and live eternity with him. It's pretty amazing stuff. Remember that you have a purpose on this world. You're not just here spinning in the universe thousands and billions and miles off. And yeah, I don't really want to buy into that stuff. You have much more of a purpose than, than what the, uh, what the globalist and people are trying to tell you. And, um, good things are going to happen in this life. You just got to trust God and have faith. And, uh, you know, the best is yet to come. The best is most definitely yet to come, that I can tell you. But thank you so much for listening. I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. If you haven't already, please check out our website, theredfutureradio.com. We have this brand new Telegram channel, The Samuel McGuire Show. Please check it out. It's The Samuel McGuire Show. And remember, blackout coffee. If you want some coffee, you want to support the show, use promo code 
TSMS. Stands for The Samuel McGuire Show. Type that in. You'll support the show and get some wonderful coffee. All righty. My social media is at Samuel C. McGuire. We have Facebook, Twitter, True Social, Instagram, Getter, Telegram, Frank Social, and TikTok. My email is samuelcmcguire at gmail.com. God bless every single one of you. Have a great day, and we'll see you Wednesday. This is The Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. 